You are listening to the fastest growing sports investing podcast in the world. If you're looking for no-nonsense, actionable sports investing information and insight, all geared to increase your bankroll, you've come to the right place. And now, the wait is over. Direct from the real MrACL.com, this is the ACL Pod featuring Captain Wags. I give you A. C-L. Welcome into the ACL pod featuring Cap and Wags. I'm ACL. He's Wags. We are on to the Seattle Seahawks. Only three teams left in our preview editions, guys. The website is therealmrACL.com. I am at therealmrACL on Twitter. He's at Cap and Wags. If you have any questions about anything at all, email us through the site or DM us on Twitter. Those are the two easiest ways. Let's get right to it, Wags. Seattle. 11-5 and five last year, second place in the NFC West. Season win total this year is 9.5, plus 100 over, minus 120 if you want to go under that. Odds to win the division, plus 220. Odds to win the conference, 10-1. to 1. Odds to win the Super Bowl, 20-1. to 1. Odds to make the playoffs, minus a buck 35, so they are a favorite there. I think the biggest question that you and I have, that most people have, is Will they actually let Russell Wilson throw the ball in the first half as opposed to having to come back and make all these crazy comeback one possession, one score games in the in the in the third and fourth quarters? Uh, all indications are from camp and from from quotes from Pete Carroll and all that. The answer is probably going to be yes to that. Right. So it's it's interesting that you start off the way that you did, because I actually have and we'll talk about this in a couple of days with the Cardinals. Um, how can cliff kingsbury alter and adapt in an nfl um from what he's done in his first year and i think you're going to see seattle do a little bit of that and you know there's no um you know i guess guessing i i love russell wilson i think he's a baller he's your boy Um, he he is i i think the guy is great you know i watched him in college um and he's just a winner. He goes out there and balls every time he's on the field. Pete Carroll, traditionally someone who runs the ball early, eases into the game. You know, he loves that that uh, ground game. He's got Carson back there, and, you know, he's been able to do it. But what I'm hearing is that Carroll's actually going to open things up earlier this year. Um, like you mentioned, you know, may have some gunslinging early by Russell Wilson. They, you know, I, I think with Lockett and Metcalf, He's going to have a field day throwing the deep ball, right? I mean, he's got two guys that can that can stretch the field, go deep, um, and I'm hearing really good things about Philip Dorsett uh, that they signed out of New England. Um, you know, he he did some things in New England, and and he, um, you know, a good short uh, route runner, and you know, he he can make big plays too down the field. So um, when they need to pound the ball, I think they'll be able to utilize Carson and do what they've done uh, for the last few years. Um, but Wilson, like you mentioned again, knows how to win the close games. Like the, uh, traditionally, they've been slow out of the gate, running the ball, playing tight games, and coming out on top. I mean, there's no team, I don't think, in the NFL that has won more close games than the Seattle Seahawks. Actually, I have a stat on that, which is pretty wild. So uh, they tied an NFL record last year by winning 10 one score games. That's right. Yeah. I, which, honestly, I had no idea you had that stat, which is unbelievable, and I would argue not sustainable. Right. Well, you know, uh, 
I would normally argue the same. Um, I, I am bullish on Seattle because of Russell Wilson, because I think that's not a fluke in my right, opinion. Right, I you're think right. I think they manage the game well. I like Pete Carroll. I think he manages the game well. I think they know how to play. I know they know how to coach. They know what to do to win. Um, you know, I think my one worry for this team is really going to be the twelfth man. I mean. Losing that home field advantage with COVID, um, you know, when will, you know, maybe they, they let fans in. It's not going to get as loud, obviously, with what they've had. And they have such a huge home field advantage. So I'm curious to see what happens here. Um, and will away teams be as impacted as they have been? Because, you know, traditionally Seattle, a very strong home um, field advantage. So, uh, you know, I don't think. They're going to be knocking off San Fran for the division, um, but they could. And, and I think that, again, I'm bullish on Seattle. I, I like their offense. I like what they can do. Uh, obviously, defensively, um, there may be some gaps there, but I, you know, I like what they have in the middle with Bobby Wagner. And um, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see uh, what Jamal Adams can do now um, on a team. I think you're going to see some uh, interesting setups, and you know, they'll quote-unquote bring the boom um and you know defensively uh seattle i I like them where where are you on them acl yeah i'm probably a little bit more bearish on them than you are not that i disagree with you completely it's just when you look at all those factors those one score games for me i tend to definitely regress they were plus 12 in turnover differential which i think will regress a little bit the one part i am bullish about it on is is i agree with you the whole letting Russell Wilson be Russell Wilson thing, right? Everything that they said is, okay, we get it. Last year, we were we were way too run-heavy. I mean, they were one of the most run-heavy teams in the NFL last year. They attempted 32.3 passes per game. However, they attempted it 30 times a game. So, you know, it, it's just one of those situations where you have to let Russell Wilson get involved in the first half, and they just weren't doing that last year. They were running the ball first, second down, getting, you know, third and seven, third and six, and just making Russell Wilson make these ridiculous plays that he was bailing them out, obviously, because he was coming back. So I think that they're going to have a little bit more um, continuity there as far as run versus pass. It is crazy to me that this is Pete Carroll's 11th year with the Seahawks. I mean, you could argue that last year they were supposed to have a down year. I think their win total last year was like eight, if I'm not mistaken. They wound up winning 11. I mean, he's 110 and 66 overall with this team. Which is fantastic. Now a That's lot of that incre- has to those do are incredible numbers. Incredible numbers, right? Especially in you know what coach besides Belichick, eleventh season with one team that, that that's yeah. unheard of. Now a lot of that is the home field, and I agree with you. No team for me, um, Minnesota's right up there as well, but no team as far as home field hurts more than Seattle here. That is a huge thing. Obviously, teams still have to travel up there and get there, but man, that twelfth man not having that is a huge disadvantage for this team this year. Absolutely, and I I just keep going back to you know if they're going to con- you know consistently give Russell Wilson the ability to be himself and make plays. I think the sky's the limit for Seattle. I really do because when you think about Seattle over the past few years and what when Russell Wilson scores points and he's throwing the ball down the field and they're making these huge plays and they're they're scoring a ton of points. Um, you know, it, it's when they're managing the game and and grinding it out and and they're you know there's probably no better team that's better you know better than Seattle um, who does this, but 
that's when they stick in these close games and, and, you know, potentially could lose them. They haven't recently because, you know, they've been on the better side of it. But I think that they open up the game plan. They open up uh, a little bit more and they start throwing the ball more. Um, you're going to see a, a much higher scoring um, Seattle Seahawks team. Yeah, they do lose Justin Britt, their starting center, which I think isn't going to get a lot of pub or talked about. So that's one thing. Whenever you lose a center, there's always continuity issues. The guy that's making the O-line calls. They, of course, lose Clowney as well. They do bring in Bruce Irvin. He had eight and a half sacks with Carolina last year. So I like that. But Bruce Irvin, or I'm sorry, um, Justin Britt was a big part of this team for a number of years. And him and Russell Wilson had a lot of good years together and I just think that's going to be one of those things along with some of the other aspects that I talked about between the home field and the turnover differential as well um now look Russell Wilson could come out and have an MVP year wouldn't shock me at all I think he's eight to one to win the MVP because they're going to give him the ball more he might just be that good and this team could have won I don't know 12 or 13 games if if they had just let Russell Wilson do what he does in the first half of games last year so We'll see. That's what they say that they're going to do. I'll take him at their word. And so expect some increased productivity from your boy Russell Wilson this year, Wags. Uh, I agree. There we go. Um, all right. That's Seattle. We have two teams left, the Rams and the Cardinals. Um, both interesting teams. And then we're going to be done with the division. Check out the website, guys, therealmracl.com. Be sure to subscribe to the pod. Type in ACL pod in any podcast search, and you'll find it. Hit subscribe, and then you'll be subscribed and get the pods when they first drop. All right, we got the Rams up next. For WAGS, I'm ACL, that's Seattle, and we'll talk to you guys next time with the Los Angeles Rams.